This is the Light Goddess Podcast, and I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. If you are here, it means that you are a divine feminine entrepreneur, and come hell or high water, you will root more love into this world. Let's get into it. How's it going? Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I am Jude Hotep. This episode is called Rhythm of Soul, which makes me think about perpetual motion, which makes me think about sex. I love the name of this episode. So we're going to get into this, but first I want to let you know that I coach spiritual femalepreneurs on divine feminine financial healing. Light Goddess is my one-to-one coaching program where it all goes down and we work on clearing distorted money beliefs, restoring your innate self-worth, and I use astrology and intuition so you can run your business on your divine feminine intuition. Um, It's a really powerful program, massive transformation in six months, which is the end of May. Life can be completely revolutionized. Everything you're not doing and the whys and the tangles. And uh, learning self-coaching is one of the most powerful things that you can do for yourself because no matter how many spiritual modalities that we use and 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 healings and different things we experience we always have this human brain dun 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 so you can book a goddess call with me at lifecoachjude.com you will get a transformation in this call and um, even if you think that you're not up for coaching I really encourage you to to connect and and to at least um, give yourself the gift of the transformation. We also are doing amazing things in the Activate Your Goddess Facebook group, so you can come on over there and join us. There's a weekly intuitive reading. I'm going to be doing some live intuitive card pulls for members here soon, so I'll be announcing that soon, and there's just going to be more amazingness to come. There is um, 36 hours of masterclass content, Wild Feminine Financial Healing Masterclass, an Imposter Syndrome Masterclass, and um, an Ignite More Revenue Masterclass, all under the guides free. So come on over and join us there. Also, if you'd like to book an astrology consultation with me, you can do that at lifecoachjude.com by clicking the button at the top of the page. It's purple. All right, let's get into this episode. So taking the last 60 years, we see how we have had awakening, peeling away the layers of spells and conditioning. This has been parallel, our rekindling of our authentic voice of soul. There is the individualist formed from culture's mold to be somebody in the way it is sold to you on TV and magazines. Or there is being an individualist that perceives all of life from completely different perceptions, sands the strains of status and the stink of status quo. Have you made this distinction between the individualist that is sold and being an individualist that completely plays life to your own drums and xylophones and flutes entirely? Think about this distinction. It's really fascinating This distinction shows us more ways the conditioning is in there. (laughs) It's just in there. It's in the collective psyche, in ourself. 
I personally don't watch TV and movies for the most part sometimes, but not as a practice in my life, not as a staple, not as an everyday. I don't own a TV for six years now, and it is amazing. It is not the central focus to all of the rooms in my house. It is not the central focus to my relaxation. And, you know, craving intimacy and connection is what abounds within humanity right now. We have the screens just going up more and more and more. You like go to any public place and it's in your face everywhere. And then deep inside, we are craving connection and intimacy within each of us. We are all denying it or evading it or, or we're facing it. Many are bewildered by the starkness of self-connection and how it's only getting deeper Have you noticed that in your life, that it's only getting deeper, it's calling to us instead of filling it up and loving ourselves whole, the caverns and tunnels of vacancy and our self-connection are growing more evident, it's growing more present within us, we can see what we couldn't see, we can meet ourselves there and ask questions, what would really feel What would really fill you up in ways that you have not partaken before or in ways that you know would be good, but you never do it? Those activities, movement, dance, exploring your body, exploring your sexuality, your inner stillness, your own consciousness, what else is there to do? This is what I really want to ask. What else is there to do? We can keep ourselves busy with the din of day-to-day life, but you look up in 40 years and what really mattered? This is a golden delicious question. Tart, too. What is really going to matter that you did with your life when you're 81? We spend a lot of time appeasing our ego instead of honoring our soul. We do so much work in this life as a human, cleaning up karma, living out karma, going through challenges and difficulty that is so beyond to then not do what really matters to our heart and our soul. What is it that you really want to do that you are not doing, that you put off, that you say someday? that you are always looking for the right circumstances just to begin, looking to not feel discomfort. After all, because you want to do it, there shouldn't be discomfort, should there? When you want to do it and it's the thing you love, there shouldn't be discomfort, right? Like that is this weird false notion that we have and it plagues humanity. We have this idea that what we love shouldn't be uncomfortable. And it, it and it's joyful and we love it and it's passionate and it's all these things and inspired and magical, but we think that means that there won't be discomfort in it and we won't have to face ourselves and what's inside of us to do that thing. But actually it's the exact opposite. We have to face what is inside of us to do that thing, to create that thing. That's what doesn't really get spoken about much that I hear. In fact, what we really want to do has so much discomfort. It is really surprising just how much. It is really surprising what it takes to break 
old habits and create new ones and how the narrative in society that is co-signed by others, media, the way the world is living in a grander way does not co-sign your narrative on your view of life, your individualist view on life, a real view that that life is not this fairy tale that they sell to us our whole lives, that our families peddle to us unwittingly because it's just this passed down program. This guy, Jude, I met years ago, was he was meant to come into my life. And just when he did, and we had great conversations and we talked a lot. And he said offhandedly one day, you know, life is an adventure. And at that time, I really took it a very certain way, you know, just kind of the challenges I'd been through and different things I was dealing with and kind of circuit. I took it this way as, as like, yep, it's like, it's an adventure. It's got all these things in it. Right. And I wonder how, you know, he was perceiving it for himself. It was something uplifting to him. I know that. And now I say it often, I have a specific meaning to it now that life is actually the expedition We are just so asleep here on earth, like here incarnate, that we have to wake up to it, that life is an adventure. It actually is an adventure. You know, it's not working, working, working so you can go have a a vacation somewhere and that's the adventure. Life is the actual adventure that itself, the fact that we have to wake up to it, that itself is such an anathema. Who thought of that? Think about the awakenings en masse in the 60s, then in the late 80s, and all the thought leaders that came out of the 80s, really changing things in self-empowerment, rising out of the programming and out of the matrix, out of the spell of the overculture, removing the interjects of the overculture like tapeworms. The prescriptive living is mind-boggling once you really see it for what it is and how we don't form communities anymore of real connection and authenticity that inoculate us to being an individualist, to being in our truth and being our true self, that embrace us and support us and nurture us in that. That's one of the things about this time of awakening that's really interesting of how we also have this parallel of not having the communities that support it. And that's all changing. This is changing. Of course, people all over the world have gotten together to do amazing things all along, living communally or having land trusts and so much more. Meditation centers with community living and so many people cleaning the oceans, cleaning the air, cleaning the land, doing so many amazing projects everywhere it's it's always been happening but yet it is still more of something you have to search out or come across rather than being more known and integrated into our world and society people are people are collaborating and buying land and reorganizing their current communities right now in a just on mass so so many people are doing this this is what we will see more and more of as we keep moving into the coming years This is what Uranus and Taurus is doing is shaking up things. This is what, you know, our our Pluto return for the United States. So much is changing. This is what we will see more and more of as we keep moving into the years coming, you know, coming for us that, you know, all of this Aquarius energy, all of this, you know, communities, unity through diversity. This is... 
this is what we're going to see. People want to be in health with their world externally. And as we are cleaning out our shadow, healing, purging, creating, and being our true self, we must have our external world orientate to our inside with all of the work that we are doing inside. And so this life is an expedition from some distant space, time, where you were doing as a soul, you know, doing what you do as a soul. We don't know, (laughs) but you agreed to come here into this life and to create, to make joy, to bring love, and to be on the adventure of it all. The status will trip you up hard. It is in there. It is in the collective psyche. We raise our awareness with our daily self-coaching, meditation, and gathering inward as woman to be with ourselves, sans the external opinion, ignoring the din of narratives that are not our own, narratives about what life is, that it is the school, career, family, retirement, death thing. No, it's not. That it's house and cars and possessions and dinner out. No, it's not. That isn't what this life is. That is appeasement and control and programming. That is not liberation. To have 50 fast food joints on a stretch of highway and have not one place where you can reasonably buy grass-fed beef and roasted veg and tea with honey is absurd. That is absurd. That not only someone has not done that because it's brilliant and it would be profitable and sell because people want real food on the go, fast. People want that. So not only is it absurd that someone hasn't done that, but it's absurd that it doesn't exist. That doesn't exist at all. That eating real food is difficult. That That's anti-life. Think about that. Think about how our world is so anti-life everywhere you look. The world that is crumbling as we are rebuilding within it and without it and from underneath it and through it all right now, all of us, the world does not support what is life-sustaining. It supports toxins and it supports pollution. It supports radiation. It supports addiction. I mean, just think about the addictions that it supports. You know, just sugar and cigarettes and 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 cheese. And <laughs> cheese is actually addictive because your, your gut biome like craves it will make you crave it because that's the microorganisms that you have the ones that break down cheese so you know the more you eat it the more of that gut flora that you have and so the more cravings you have for that same food you know alcohol bars everywhere there's so many cities in the u.s where it's bars and churches and that's it and there's and there's not you know a a plethora of, of of spiritual life and rich life it's just a certain you know certain religions and bars and not even good bars (laughs) you know it's just like look at how our the society supports addiction it supports being appeased and placated at the breast of the prescribed forms of pleasure and activity and so-called life that they dole out advertise and sell the narrative of the script It's a movie and they sell the script and people keep trudging along and taking pictures at their happy meal, ball game, concert, beach vacation. Where is real life out there? It is inside right now. Real life, real pleasure, real connection is inside right now. It is the gathering inward. It is the gathering inward as woman reclaiming fierce, unapologetic connection to our own pleasure, heart, 
intentions, creations, sexuality, emotions to our body and the life we choose on purpose with consciousness. Where is your consciousness right now? This is an everyday question in self-coaching. Where is my consciousness and who has the controller at the moment? Is it conditioning at the control panel of my own ego and mind and therefore the occlusion of my heart and soul? Is it the internalized status that I am not facing because it's too hard to admit that I feel inferior on top of feeling like I'm not doing it right or good? Is it the status quo that I keep going along to get along or that I at least I know this hell or that it just seems safer here? Safety is an illusion, but it creeps up on you. It is a motive that we have to control with. We have to contend with is what I mean. And face directly within ourselves because it will keep our life small otherwise. Our business smaller and less profitable and keep our light from reaching the women that it is meant to reach. As women, we must support each other and nurture and share and connect and include and lift up and empower each other. We must support each other right now more than any other time, but always. But right now, when you interact with women that are not on this vibe, be the role model. Model to them so that it plants seeds and she will look back when enough seeds are growing within her to see all the women that were there for her in small ways that were monumental ways for the sacred possibilities they left with her. We have to be the examples right now for everyone in our life of tough love, of fierce divine feminine energy, of gentle and tenderness and imagination and connection. We have to show the way of the now and the way of the future in human dynamics of healed and whole and wholesome people raw in their power and realness and truth and worth and value and creation, making great shit, having fun, like having real joy, living a real life that we create consciously and choose, not a smattering of, of what we want our life to look at from all the possibilities that was sold to us and fed to us by TV and television and movies and magazines and billboards and shit, but a real life that we actually create and come up with and just have totally new possibilities around for what it can be for us. We create our world around us. We carve out the narrative and the world and the environment that we choose consciously to live around us. Choose your adventure because, in fact, you get to. No one shared the secret with you. No one ever told you this growing up. Perhaps you discovered it somewhere on your own and did you forget it just as quick? Tends to happen. You get to live this life as a mega adventure, breaking all convention. And in fact, convention is breaking anyway. And so none of us are going to have a choice but to shift somewhere we don't want to shift. For those asleep, it might seem like a challenge. To us, awaken to our authority and power and sovereignty and divinity. We know that we get rocked right where our roots were rotting. Where we didn't want to deadhead and prune so that new growth can spurt and sprout forward into this life, 
you really long to live, of your full truth living full out. This longest partial lunar eclipse that we had this morning, the longest in over 100 years, is rocking us forward into our new life, like it or not. And thank goddess, praise be to goddess for moving us into the greater expansion of our own heart and our own expression of who we are and what we can do in this world. In your projects, in your business, in your life, in your circle of influence, you matter. You matter. Now you have to show up like you know it too. I'm sending you so much love. If you want to book an astrology consultation, you can do that at lifecoachjude.com by clicking the button at the top of the page. Transformational. And also know that there's over 232 episodes now of this podcast. And so you can go back through, find a title that you like, check them out. There's so much there. There is Poetry Slam. There is you know, spoken word that is inspirational and uplifting. There is reminders for what you know, but we forget to put put into action. There is mindset how-to. There is inspiration and encouragement to keep going. And there is a lot of a very unique original thought there that can help you shift the paradigms and shift out of the conditioning and shake up the narratives from that noisy den out there. So feel free to go back and check any of those out. Find a title that speaks to you and dive in. And um, until next episode, I am supporting you and sending you lots of joy and mirth and mischief. Live this life full out. I'll talk to you next episode. Hey, goddesses, this has been the Light Goddess Podcast. I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. And if you would like to apply for the Light Goddess program that is all over at lifecoachjude.com, click the button and we will talk. If you'd like a free guide on how to connect to your sacred feminine and make more money, that is over at lifecoachjude.com. <laughs>